point, like the quote, spiritual journey or awakening is really the journey of remembering your worth, self-love. And so knowing your worth means connecting to the aspect of yourself that doesn't change, that aspect of yourself that is permanent and unchanging. The way he would describe it is pure, the purity of, the, of awareness of being, okay? Awareness of being. That aspect of you that is that looks through your eyes, the same one that looks through your eyes, looking through Jeannie's eyes, connecting to that, or in the Upanishads, the, wit, the witness, the student says to the teacher, who, is, who, who or what is God? He says, it's the witness of the mind. So when you identify with the aspect of yourself that's permanent and unchanging and not your personality, not your identity, not your opinions, not your assumptions, not what you're producing, mm -hmm. then you can enjoy your personality, what you're producing, what you're doing, the character that you're playing. Because it's from a nod and a wink perspective you're taking everything a lot less seriously and yet you're fully engaged. It doesn't mean like, oh, that suffering person right there, star who's starving and has no shelter, mm -hmm. it's all just a game. So I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna respond, right? The game of self-love is to respond to life as it occurs and appears to you. And the game of, of love yourself, know your worth, is all about who are, how are you responding to the living moment as it meets you, as it greets you. Who or what are you being in the living moment at play? That's it, that is the journey mm -hmm. of self-love. How do you know your worth is who you're being in the living moment. And you keep polishing it and polishing it and polishing it, right? Like, what's your degree of presence? What is the, is, has your mind come to abide and rest in and as that calm clarity and you feel connected to your warm open heart has any of that happened because if not that's your journey of self-worth that's the effect of it so that that's for me what how the how you know your self-worth and there are um a lot of our coursework is really about that like mm -hmm. there's no mm -hmm. manual to say do this and this and this and now you know your self-worth. It's, <laughs> it's the practices in the classrooms, for example, you know, paying attention to when you're agitated and pausing, mm. right? Because a different version of you shows up at these choice points as you're, as Ram would say, we're not here to destroy our ego, our unconscious ego, or anything like that. We're here to just polish and mature it and grow it up. So the journey of remembering your self-worth also requires getting your life in order and in integrity, mm. and that's key. Yeah. And polishing the ego, maturing it, so you move it from the unconscious reactions um, that's, that's, that's triggered by the memories of abandonment, betrayal, and shame, and now you can show up from a place of you're, you're, rea you're responding, not reacting. Mm -hmm. what, what do you... Um, yeah, I mean, I, for me, it's a this is like a daily practice, mm -hmm. uh, ongoing, right? Is to be, is to just remember and to be reminded of my worth. I'm sorry. And um, and there's a couple of ways that I engage in the practice, like in the moment, day to day, 
is um, I, I am so present to something that I easily do, which is I know everybody else's worth. I know everybody else's yes, worth. Yes, like yes, yes. I, I, even, you know, mm. sometimes when human beings are acting like complete boneheads, I can be like, okay, mm-hmm, yep. And I see that this is the contribution that they are bringing mm. into this scenario right now. And this isn't who they are because we are all, you know, divinity. We are all this made of star stuff. Like I, I love Carl Sagan's mm. quote about that. Like we are all made of stars. So how, how worthy can we be, you know, in that way? <clears throat> and then I, I take a step back and become the witness of who I am and who I be every single day from the lens of if I was looking at somebody else mm. rather than the internal dialogue of like, oh, well, you could have done this and you didn't do that and take the D and, you know, that was a rude thing to say to your kid or whatever, you know, um, evidence my brain is trying to come up with and instead stepping back and seeing it from the way that I see my friends and the people that I love and, you know, that, that worthiness isn't like there's there's this is not a synonym of perfection that mm-hmm. it isn't like in order to be worthy you must bleh, you already are and so to to back it up and that's and that's a daily remembering recall in my mind of you know I have no I'm so I can so easily see other people's light and other people's value and other people's worthiness and um, being able to back up to um that seeing that for myself and, and, um, and not just seeing people's potential. And I do see that too, Michelle. I, and it's not about what they could do or how they could be in the future. It's about knowing that at their essence, they are wonderful and perfect and pure and made of stars and, uh, sparkle all of that wonderful. And I, and I can see that in them. Um, so it's remembering to do that for me too. And and this is where, you know, um, I think probably one of the primary draws that I felt to Enneagram. Because each type, again, this is all my theory, and this is now how for some of you who have taken the quest program, my vision of where that's going is that each daily quest practice mm. is linked to each Enneagram type, right? The perfect daily quest practice for a four isn't like the, the one would not care. <laughs> right? Like, right? Like, like where his example was one of the daily quest practices was like, you know, for the, for the week, don't wear any jewelry, any makeup, you know, just have your hair down and pull back. Like, like mm-hmm. be as ordinary mm. as possible. Mm-hmm. Right and and fours have a tendency to really like to be unique. Right, they they're they're one of their wounds is I'm not seen, I'm not special. Right, so they you can always spot a four. Mm-hmm. And so that quest practice for a four is like really transformative. For for a one, it's practical. They're like that makes life easier for That's me. That saved week. me twenty five <laughs> minutes. Right. So my point in sharing this is that in the meantime, until I have that program ready for you. What I suggest is you you want to cultivate and find your own practices Mm -hmm. that are unique to you. So for example, how I really dove deeper into my own self-worth was I created practices where for months I would schedule every day. I would go out for a walk silently out in the community 
and literally just connect with people's eyes. Mm. That was all I did. Like there was, I didn't speak. Um, and even, and what, what showed up that was so remarkable was that if spoken to the presence and the exchange and the relatedness that happened, they didn't notice I wasn't speaking back. They actually thought I had, mm. right? It was, it was really, really powerful. And so for me, the access to my own worth was through, and I mean literally, it was very specific, was through being with the eyes of others. And not in like a, not in a creepy way or anything like that. Nobody knew. The, all my practices were secret and silent because I wanted, I had set the intention of, I want to dis, um, uh, dissolve the confusion in my mind of separateness of self and other. And I wanted to experience the uh, the apparent other as who and what they really were. Mm. I wanted to get to the truth of that. And so I designed, just by listening in the space between my thoughts, practices, which I'm going to refresh and, and make available to you all. So you can just test them for yourself. They're experiments. Um, that was my access, right? So there was no, there's no manual of how to remember your self-worth. I mean, that could be the title. And yet there's not going to be something that you'll read and be like, got it. It's through practices that it isn't necessarily obvious mm -hmm. how that gets you there. Okay. Yeah. It, it's a remembering. Mm -hmm. We are on the journey of remembering and the joy and delight of remembering who and what we really are is so exquisite. That allows you, when you anchor to that, it allows you to be in the material world with a lightness of being and yet in full action. It doesn't mean, as Katie would say, it doesn't mean like once you start remembering who and what you are and your self-worth that you just sit around and drool. Like <laughs> it has you get into profound, swift action. I love what she says. She says, clarity, uh, love moves at the speed of clarity. When you're clear, you, you love moves you into action. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I hope that that's useful, uh, to, to you in terms of, and I also highly recommend participation in, um, Ram's course, living in the truth of the present moment, because the whole intention of this program is all about remembering who, who you are. It's all about self-love. And um, so this has been very, very influential in, in my life. Ram, both Ram and Katie have been um, absolutely very profound teachers for me.